Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's successful real estate professional as they share it with you. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor, 24 Sound. 24 Sound is technically an audio production company, but they're way more than that. They're there to help you grow your business from audiobooks to podcasts and everything in between. They're flawless as sound engineers and they're strategic as business partners. Visit them at 24sound.com. You can also email them at hello at 24sound.com. And of course, as a best ever listener, you'll get a best ever discount. Mention best ever, and you'll get a 20% discount on your first product. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Ben Gray. Hi, Ben. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And Best ever listeners, in case you didn't notice, uh, Ben is uh, Australian and really excited to have him on the show today. He's based in New York City, but he helps international investors, primarily Australians, but international investors, invest in the United States. His company is American Properties International. He's the founder of it, and he matches up international investors with turnkey American investment properties. So today on the Best Ever Show, he's not only going to tell us how to uh, build a business from scratch, but also um, specifically honing in on how to uh, raise and structure international investor accounts whenever they're bringing in their money to the United States so that they can invest in U.S. properties. So with that being said, Ben, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more background on your experience and what you're focused on now? Yeah, sure, sure. So like you say, I've always been a little bit of an international character. You know, I started out when I was younger. I had a degree in IT and I sort of traveled the world doing IT consultancy work and um, sort of playing a little bit of semi-professional poker on the side to uh, keep myself uh, flush when I was between contracts. And uh, long story short, I ended up landing in the US um, working a contract and uh, I'd always been a real estate investor in the past, you know, used my income to, um, you know, invest in property. And uh, I started looking at some of the deals that were available in the US at the time. This was, you know, around 2009. And uh, compared to Australia, especially that I was most familiar with, properties were five times cheaper, three times the returns. Uh, and I frankly couldn't believe it. Long story short, I sold up everything I had in Australia, started buying up in the US, and uh, then I started showing some of my family the deals that I'd uh, obtained, and they went bananas for them. I started helping them out. 
then I started helping out some friends and lo and behold, a business was born. And, uh, you know, the challenge therein was, uh, being able to bring someone who had absolutely no footprint in the U S so no social security number, no bank accounts, no credit history, uh, none of that stuff and bring them into the United States and establish everything that they'll need to be able to, uh, actually put an offer on a property and own a property. So that, that was the biggest part of the, um, puzzle that needed to be solved, so to speak. And I think that's what, uh, you know, you're most interested in talking about, if I understand you correctly. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that is a, a topic that we haven't discussed on the Best Ever Show yet. And that's how do you help an international investor get set up in the United States so that he or she can invest in the United States? Because right now, there's all sorts of opportunity for investors to raise money both domestically and internationally. And from a domestic standpoint, uh, that has its own challenges and, um, you know, things that we have to know, uh, the ins and outs of. But from an international standpoint, that's a whole nother wrinkle. And I thought it'd be very, very good to have you on the show and talk a little bit about how do you set up international investors in the United States so that they can take their money and invest in U.S. property. Yeah, absolutely. So when a client signs up with us, we'll run them through a specific process that um, you know, knocks off all of the um, things along the way that they need to knock off to be able to do that. So first up, they're going to need to get an ITIN number, which is an individual taxpayer identification number. It's the equivalent of a social security number for a non-resident. And, uh, you know, I won't go into the details of that process too much, but, you know, that's, that's one of the things you'd have to do. You can find out more about that online. Anyway, after that, we'll get them connected with an accountant and the accountant will then be able to handle their US side tax questions and uh, also file a W-8 ECI form, which is a form that um, technically property managers have to withhold uh, income when they pay it out to a uh, foreign national. By filling out this form, long story short, they don't have to make that withholding. You get all the money in your pocket. So there's that. Uh, and then we'll help them traditionally get set up with an LLC. And in doing that, we'll have to find out where it is they want to invest, what it is they're trying to achieve, You know, whether it's a case they just need a single uh, member LLC or they need something more complicated. And we'll connect them with the right lawyer who can properly advise them on that. Uh, we'll also get them set up with a foreign exchange account so that they can transfer money between the US and Australia or the US and Canada for rates much cheaper than the banks. You don't want to go to your you know, high street bank, you know, your Wells Fargo, whatever it might be, and uh, use them to make a transfer of you know, 100,000, half a million, whatever it might be. They'll give you horrible rates, they'll charge you horrible fees, and they don't really have great services. So we get them connected with someone who can do that much better. And we'll also get them connected with either a bank account or um, the foreign exchange provider that we use has uh, pool accounts that function in an extremely similar way to bank accounts, and uh, they'll be able to use that. So touching on that point, bank accounts are very hard to establish for foreign nationals in the United States unless they're physically present. So up until even sort of six months ago, a year ago, it was quite possible but you know, with uh, the Patriot Act, know your customer legislation that banks have to follow, that's uh, uh, more and more challenging. And it's at the point now where you'd have to have your client come to the United States to actually get a bank account. But with those things in place, that's more or less all you need to be able to put an offer on a property and uh, make a purchase. You know, There's more that comes along with it if you want to consider financing, uh, other things like that. You know, And 
I know who discussed that with you, Joe. Uh, we could talk about a million different things, I'm sure. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's. I think it's interesting um, that there's the step by step process that you just went through. Um, how did you come up with that process, or how did you identify it? Because clearly, the the existing um, policies came up with it. But how did you identify all those steps in the process? And is there a rule book that you followed in order to find those steps or was it trial and error? A little bit of both, to be honest. So I knew that there, I knew at a high level, some of the steps that needed to be completed. I didn't necessarily know the exact uh, order uh, and the devil's always in the detail, knowing how long each component might take to complete, you know, the real reasons why you need to do it. You know, it's one thing to know that you should perhaps get an ITIN. It's another reason to know exactly why you should have it. So uh, long story short, it was a lot of trial and error. I spoke to a lot of um, different people who had a small piece of the puzzle. So I spoke to a lawyer who'd once dealt with a client from Ghana, and I spoke with an accountant who once uh, had a customer from the UK. Uh, And then I spoke with Australians who had successfully invested in the US and found out a little bit more about what they did and started to build a picture in my mind. And from there, I started to systematize that and turn it into a process, turn it into something repeatable, uh, consistent, and then ensure, of course, that, you know, we were meeting all of the, you know, legal and uh, uh, taxation and and other sort of um, guidelines and laws that we'd have to meet along the way. So based on your experience working with international investors on a regular basis, identifying this process and implementing the process for your clients uh, whenever your international clients want to buy a turnkey property from your company. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? So it's basically to think globally. You know, gone are the days where you can, I think, invest in your backyard and uh, that can be your only sort of uh, community, your only world. You really need to sort of, uh, you know, embrace diversity, try and have friends from uh, a wide circle um, and uh, of many different backgrounds and, also try to think, you know, you can learn a lot from um, just the different ways they view investments, the different opportunities they have in their countries, and potentially the opportunities you have in your country that you can share with them. And also think about, uh, you know, diversifying your own holdings and having assets in multiple countries. Heaven forbid you have some trouble in the United States. If you've got your assets also in Australia, you can rely on that and uh, vice versa. So, you know, think globally, I guess, is uh, my advice. And coming from you, I don't. Uh, I'm not surprised by that advice. I thought I'd make it and topical. <laughs> abs- absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? I think I am. Let's go for it. All right, best ever book you've read. Okay, and th- this one you've probably heard of before, but Four Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Yes, I have. That's a fantastic book, and um, it's it's one that. Uh, gives very practical advice on how to uh, systematize your business and your life. It's all about uh, working smart, not hard. You know, that, that's the key takeaway I get from that book. Yes, yes. It's not the amount of hours that you work in the day. It's how effective you are within those hours. And best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of that book or a book like that. Just go to freebesteverbook.com. All right, Ben, best ever personal growth experience and what you've learned from it. Okay, so I'm going to get this one a little bit personal and I'm going to make it international as well in keeping with the theme. 
So when I was uh, 25, I moved to Canada for a girl and things went well for a couple of months and then went absolutely horrible. And long story short, I'd only... You didn't like hockey? You know what? I loved hockey. I'm I'm Australian. (laughs) I'd never seen uh, such violence on a pitch that was sanctioned and allowed by the referees. (laughs) So... So hockey was not the problem and I won't get into the problems but long story short, things really didn't work out and uh, all of um, our mutual friends um, were um, forced to delete me from Facebook. I was in a foreign country with uh, no house. I'd only just got a job so I didn't even have any um, you know, money behind me. It, it took me a while to actually get that contract so I was sort of uh, on the ropes and I was uh, staying in a eight-person hostel room dorm. I was waking up at 6.30 in the morning and uh, putting on my suit just when all of the uh, travelers were coming home drunk. And I was uh, walking to work because I didn't have enough money for a taxi or the train and, uh, you know, being professional and, uh, you know, doing a very professional job. Of course, it was, uh, you know, on the surface, that's what it looked like, but it was a very, very troubling time. Long story short, I managed to get myself back on my feet in, you know, a month or two and uh, found a great... uh, house that I could stay in with a really good roommate and we watched hockey uh, you know every other night he liked the uh, uh, Edmonton Oilers and I liked the Calgary Flames so there was that hostility in the house that made it just that little bit more fun (laughs) like I said I was getting very personal here but it was an international experience it's just um, you know keep on moving through no matter how bad things get no matter how um, you know tough it might seem at that specific moment in time it's really just a drop in the ocean and uh, you know keep on battling and uh everything works out well. And for me, I had a great time in Canada after that. Best ever success habit you practice. So I'm taking two here. And the first one is decide what you want, not what you think is possible. So decide what you want and work backwards. If you want a yacht that sails the Caribbean, you know, six months of the year, whatever it is, decide how you're going to get that. Don't decide if it's possible or not. And my second one is never stop learning. Best ever deal you've done. So I've got to say, getting my business set up. So it's not a specific one deal, but, you know, defining that process that we talked about, building the supplier network of um, turnkey properties of, um, you know, international tax accountants, international lawyers, uh, being able to persuade them that they want to do business with this, you know, fresh-faced 30-year-old at the time and, uh, you know, packaging it all up and making it pretty and being able to reel in some clients. You know, for me, that's uh, certainly the best deal. Best ever quote. Okay. This one is from Lewis Carroll, Through the Looking Glass, which ultimately became uh, Alice in Wonderland in a movie. And it's by the Red Queen, who is uh, a representative of a chess piece, which is uh, now here. You see, it takes all the running you can do to keep in the same place. If you want to get somewhere else, you must run at least twice as fast as that. How have you applied that quote in your life and what's it mean to you? So if you play the game uh, according to everyone else's rules, you know, according to the evil uh, genius of the Red Queen, as it may have been, you're never going to get anywhere. And just running as fast as you can isn't going to get you to the finish line. You've got to think outside the box. You've got to be willing to take chances. And that's the only way you're ever going to actually uh, you know, achieve what you want in life. What would you say is the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? When I was uh, very young, when I was first starting out in real estate, I got involved with a property uh, with some family members. And it was a case of um, a very close family member had broken up with their partner and uh, they had a half share each in a property or actually it was a third share with um, another family member and they needed someone to take it over. So rather than look at it as a real estate investment and run the numbers and really think about it, I sort of uh, 
let emotions get in the way, jumped in and said, sure, I'll, I'll get in on that property. And uh, the information that was provided to me about what the expenses were going to be and what the costs were going to be uh, was <laughs> extremely optimistic, let me put it that way. And uh, it really, really drained me at a time when I didn't have uh, you know, a lot of funds being a younger guy. Uh, and eventually, I got out of it and um, you know, I didn't end up doing extremely badly. But um, for a while there, it was uh, yeah, really killing me. So you know, don't let emotion get in the way. Um, you know, even if you're going to do something with family to help them out, you know, make sure that you're also protecting your own interests. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Ben, what's the best ever place to reach you? So I can be reached through www.americanproperties.com.au. And uh, you can also reach me through ben.gray at americanproperties.com.au. I'm more than happy to help out any of the listeners if they have any questions about any international investors that you know they're trying to secure some money from. Well, thank you so much, Ben. This has been incredibly informative, especially for the best ever listeners who are interested in bringing in international money for their deals and outlining the step-by-step process for them. Um, and then also, you know, you're you've got your own company. You've uh, you're, you started out in the last you know, 12, 18 months and you're making things happen and you're, you're building uh, you know, an international uh, powerhouse. And um, I'm fortunate to have you on the show and very grateful for that. And thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, Joe. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then head to JoeFairless.com where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on JoeFairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe. 